Welcome to the Zenove Podcast. You're listening to our Business Resilience Series, where we bring to you conversations between eminent industry stalwarts and thought leaders from across the globe as they discuss their insights on overcoming challenges and the mindset that help them navigate the journey of crisis, resilience, and growth. Data is a powerful asset of any organization, but the analysis and insights derived from that data are invaluable for making data-driven decisions. In fact, data and analytics are a core part of any business today that will enable and empower leaders to outline robust strategies that align with company objectives, while also future-proofing them against disruptions. Hence, a strong data strategy is not only critical, but an imperative. I'm Rajat Kohli, partner at Zenov, and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, we have with us Sanaz Namda, Vice President of Research, Analytics, and Perspectives within Dell's Corporate Strategy Organization. Hello. Thank you, Rajat. Good to see you. Great. Likewise. Perfect. Let's get started with this episode and hear more from Sanaz. So Sanaz, I'll start in your storied career. You have held many global roles in strategy and planning. Can you walk us through some of your career highlights from a technology lens? I started my career at Accenture in consulting. So, you know, through that, I got exposed to a wide range of tech companies, kind of learning the ropes on the job growing up at Accenture. And then after 12 years, I moved on to Microsoft, where my first role at Microsoft was leading the strategic planning for global alliances. I would say that's where I kind of got out of the consulting mode and really into the running the business mode in terms of what does an, a year-long planning look like? And how do you think about bringing the aspects of strategy into your planning, what you really want to accomplish, what KPIs you want to set up for your success? And also, how do you enable the team to get there? So I would say that was my first, let's say, non-consulting job where I owned strategic planning. From then on, I switched a bit over more into the data analytics world, um, which was a very nice, I would say, merger of strategy and analytics. Being in a strategy roles, both in my consulting career, as well as the, the first role that I had at Microsoft, I realized that there's so much room for getting deeper insights into what is happening if we invest in building and advanced analytics uh, functions. So that's where um, the role that I took on after that was mostly focused on bringing um, advanced analytics into strategy. Once I kind of got introduced into the world of analytics, that was that really became my core passion. And I knew that that any other job or role that I had, I would want that want data science and analytics to be a big piece of that. So Dell Technologies, I run, as you mentioned, research analytics and perspectives in corporate strategy, where we're really trying to bring in data science into our corporate strategy. It's very exciting, but it's also a newer thing that we're trying out. And we're excited about all the work that we've done so far, and we'll see where it goes. Interesting. So from the consulting, then the technology, and then the, the data and the strategy, that, that sounds very interesting. And that's a quite a journey you have had, Sanaz. Now, getting to the core of your work, core of your interesting work, as we veer towards a slightly different world today than a few years ago, 
how are organizations developing data related capabilities are they rescaling upskilling their existing talent or they're outsourcing analytics what is your viewpoint around that i would say all of the above depending on the function that you're in so if you think about it i would say advanced analytics has and ai but let's say advanced analytics has been pretty mainstream in a marketing function or in a supply chain operations services anywhere where there's room for optimizing a customer experience or improving product capabilities right so it's pretty embedded in those functions and i would say different companies handle it differently either outsource a piece of that part to a vendor who would be experts in, in producing predictive insights or maintaining all the different models, or they may upskill and reskill internal teams to build those functions in-house. So I've, I've seen both when it comes to, you know, the mainstream functions where they use advanced analytics as core part of what they do. I would say strategy is a newer thing and strategy is a bit different because you're, you're kind of the center of the the vision for the company and where the company needs to go. So you really need people who not only are data scientists and have amazing data science skills and can build robust models and, and predict what's going to happen, but also that they have knowledge of the business, that they really understand what we're trying to solve, why we're doing what we're doing. And that's why I would say the role that I had at Microsoft was important because Actually, the, the first it was my first role in, data, in the world of data analytics. And although I have an engineering background, I never really practiced engineering. So I really came at it from a business side. I was not coming at it from a data science side. But that was exactly what that team needed. They needed someone that comes from the business, understands the use cases, understands the so what. Okay, we're going to build the fanciest models and we're going to have the most amazing predictions. But how is that really going to help us change our strategy? And are we convinced enough? Can we really, do we really buy into this model to then say, because of what we're seeing, we're actually going to change our strategy in, in the way we're managing our sales organization or the way we're investing in a certain area or in the way we're going to market in this area. So when it comes to strategy, because you're making bigger, broader decisions about the business, I would say it's important to upskill and reskill internal teams for two different reasons. One, like I said, understanding the business, but also familiarity with all sorts of data that the company sits on, because you really want to take advantage of the wealth of information that the company has and shaping your strategy. That's interesting for the two points that you highlighted, Sanaz, but if I look at how the future looks like around that where do you see maximum investments going to happen is it around the scaling is it around the tools is it around the the technology that is required to get some interesting aspects where the future lies that's a good question <laughs> I, I wish i knew where the future lies but all that you mentioned is equally important the tools and platforms the technology the talent, I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's this big trend around AI talent wars. So talent is huge and also talent at all levels. I would say when we look at the market, you know, the more advanced analytics type talent, I think is going to become more and more desirable and more needed. I think we, we do have talent that, you know, have kind of come up through the, the different level of maturity, um, on, 
and data and using data and experimenting and analyzing data. But I think that true data science married with the business is the kind of skill that we need to have more of. Great. I think so. Everyone would be interested to know, as you mentioned, the future, especially at yes. the current times, what's going to happen in the next yes, three to six months. <laughs> yes. Looking exactly. at the economic scenario, I'm sure that a lot of investments are on that. What's going to happen in the next three to six months? Definitely. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And now that you mentioned and some great points there. Uh, but if you look at it from strategy perspective, uh, and this is my personal favorite, which will come first? Is it a business strategy or is it a data strategy? Or are they both outlined at the same time or should they function independently? Mm -hmm. You know, growing up in, in technology, I would say we started with data strategy. Um, I remember our sorts of business intelligence tools and it was all about bringing data together and, you know, connecting the dots across all the siloed data sources that the companies have and having to make sense out of the data, building data warehouses where you can you know, house everything in the same place. We're now transitioning more to a business strategy needs to dictate what kind of data we actually need to go get. And there's you know all sorts of very um, useful, different levels of depth um, that you can collect. Uh, data for the purpose of answering the business question that you have. And I think in that sense, you you want to think outside the box. You want to be thinking about where you go, where you go get that data. And if you only start with data strategy, you may just not necessarily think about all the other things you could get. You could, you know, if you start with data strategy, you say, here's my data, what can I do with it? Whereas if you start with business strategy, you say, here's what I'm trying to solve. Here's the data I have. What other data do I need? Understood. Now, I think that's a great way to look at it. And a lot of our listeners are from different industries or the verticals. How do you think any business can decide the data that it needs? What is what is your viewpoint on that? It comes down to the strategy, I would say. I think starting with strategy is important. And then what we've also learned is that data science and analytics in the business and strategy world is very use case driven. I would say it's important to really understand what is your use case? What are you trying to predict? And then for each use case, like the data set that you need will be different. And that's what's something we've learned. Yeah, maybe you will have a master, you know, data warehouse where you have all sorts of data and you connect the dots. But when, when it comes to the analytics portion of it, when it comes to prediction, you really need to know what's going to help you get there. So that's, I would say, the, the use, knowing your use case is very important. Uh, what are you trying to predict? Interesting. And a lot of our listeners are very uh, keen to learn from you that what are the interesting use cases that come from different functions? I'm sure that every business function yep. in an organization is keen to predict something or something. Can you talk about any interesting use case in us that, that the business functions are? Use cases like in marketing, right? It's all about how do you, how do you get people to buy stuff, right? Like how do you, how do you predict what Sanaz wants to buy tomorrow and, and put it in front of her face so she buys it, right? And supply chain is how do you do predictive maintenance? How do you make sure things don't break? How do you make sure you account for 
the shortages in, in raw materials and how do you see it coming so you can manage your supply chain. In sales, it's all about how do you make sure you know what customers want. The customer already has these technologies. Given all that, what do we think they will need in the next year or two or three years? And how do we make sure we put it in front of them? And services is, is all about understanding what services issues customers will have, getting ahead of it before things break. So I would say any function will have their own specific use cases. So strategy is a bit trickier because the, the nature of the prediction is longer term and it's more vague. It's not as, as specific, if you will. I think what we've learned is that you can start with building blocks. So you can start with smaller, right? You don't have to solve the entire problem in one round, right? You can break it down into chunks. We, you can have smaller problems and you can do smaller things and then and then build on top of what you have and then eventually make it a bigger um, use case. That's usually the best way to go after one, the ones that are harder to answer right up front. You say, well, this is too big for me to answer, but what can I answer that can help you know, contribute to this use case that I'm looking at and just building it out um, over time? Understood. If I, if I look at... Since some trends change pretty drastically, what are the, some of the effective ways in which businesses or organizations are sourcing and collecting data, especially in the recent times? Yeah, so I would say sometimes organizations underestimate how much they are sitting on a gold mine of, of data themselves. So taking advantage of the data that you own is important. and. I think many organizations can still can still continue to build that out um, because I think we we forget that the same data that's used for the day-to-day -day marketing can be used for other aspects of the business as well. So sometimes it's the same data, but it's really just thinking outside the box on, oh, I could be using this data for other purposes as well. So that's, I would say, definitely taking advantage of the wealth of data that organizations have. Interesting. And, and this is my last question, Sanas, to you. If any organization would like to take an advice from you that, hey, we are setting up a data strategy team. What are like two ideas or two advice points that you'd like to share with them? I would say uh, believe in the power of data and become an advocate of analytics in your organization and be patient uh, because it takes time. So, you know, I think what's important for leaders to understand is there is so much power and so much insight you can get from data and building and investing in an analytics function. But you also have to be patient because you can't just turn things around in a week and it's not like a PowerPoint. It's really more about being patient, about building and investing because ultimately you will benefit from it. You will see insights. You will have insights that you'll just scratch your head and say, I would never know this if I didn't have this data. And it's just gives you so much competitive advantage and so much insights into your business that you wouldn't be getting otherwise. No, this is great. This has been a wonderful conversation, Sanaz. Definitely believe in the data and be patient. I think so that's an important aspect. Uh, that I'll also take an advice in case anyone is thinking to set up the data strategy team. Thank you so much for sharing your perspectives with us and us. I think they have given me a lot of food for thought, as I'm sure our listeners will find them insightful as well. 
Thank you once again for taking out the time to be here with us today. Great. Thank you so much. See you. Great. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this episode of the Zenov Podcast Business Resilience Series. We'll be back soon with another episode with another industry veteran. Till then, take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Business Resilience Series. Stay tuned for more such interesting episodes. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. To know more about Zenove, visit our website, www.zenove.com, or drop us a note at info at zenove.com. Follow us on Twitter at Zenove for regular updates on our content. Thank you again for listening to the Business Resilience Series of the Zenove Podcast.